0: World, come in and take a seat.
1: Pay us no attention, it's all conspiracy. We have satire and parody, some funny, some perverse. If none of it's offensive to you, you'd be the first. Epsilon City needs heroes, but will Scratch, the Chrome Dog, have what it takes to answer the call? 3rd on Indiegogo.
0: 25 seconds to curtain, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, just in case we're in the house.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Welcome back. Always good to have you on the show, man. Uh, so, yeah. we're, we're, we're crowdfunding as usual. That's normally what we're doing here. And we're on Indiegogo uh, with Chrome Dog. Uh, Chrome so,
1: Dog number one.
0: Chrome Dog number one. How did you get that name? I mean, what rattled around in your head where the scramble tiles just said Chrome, uh, Cat, Duck, Moose, Duck, Chrome, Duck? Here we go.
1: So, okay, that's a great question. Um, so I, um, I guess part of me was inspired by, um, by a lot of the, um, the werewolf, uh, the apocalypse games that I played uh, back in the day. Um, I was always kind of enamored with uh, a certain tribe in uh, in, in werewolf. Uh, to those uh, out there that may be familiar, uh, known as uh, the Glasswalkers, um, and they they uh, basically so th- uh, so the way the, well I don't want to go too far into it. But <laughs> I could go into the weeds on that game, but essentially there's there's all these different tribes um, which are different you know types of uh, werewolves. Uh, different breeds, if you will, of werewolf, and they each had their own different flavor. Um, and so there were two uh, specifically that were very human in their nature. And one was the Bone Nars, and the other were the Glass Walkers. And uh, the Bone Nars were kind of like your, um, you know, your street urchins, your, um, your, you know, homeless people, you know, the the dregs of society. And then your Glass Walkers were your you know, high rise uh, kind of, you know, very much into technology, um, uh, you know, type of werewolves. And so w- the glass walkers would actually have powers that would allow them to, um, you know, it was almost like a magically they could they could hack different things or um, they had this ability called jam tech where they could actually now, like prevent something from working. Now,
0: and wait so, a minute. I've been watching Werewolf <laughs> since I was just a wee lad. I don't remember Lon yeah. Chaney hacking nothing.
1: Right, right. Well, that and that's the beauty of White Wolf, uh, you know, studios when they when they, or White Wolf, uh, I think it's uh, studios at the time uh, when they created uh, Werewolf the Apocalypse. They um, they just kind of went and created all these different tribes and different fl- flavors of different werewolf concepts. Um, okay. One of the main things about about werewolf is that they change at will almost. So they don't have to wait for a full moon. It's just when the full moon happens, it's way easier for them to change. Um, and then they also, uh, as uh, as kind of an aside, um, they they can uh, travel into this place called the Umbra, which is this weird like spirit world that is kind of like a outside our own. And um, and so a lot of that was kind of swirling around in my, in my mind as I'm uh, writing. I'm actually writing a script for this other character, um, the street level. Uh, my my take on the dare uh, daredevil uh, mixed with um, with uh, iron uh, iron fists you know maybe a little Batman thrown in there you know for good measure um, and as I'm writing this this character and the story and I started out with it being kind of futuristic and um, and whatnot but then for some reason like that felt too um, sci-fi and I, and, I, and, it, and it felt too trite and so, I kind of like okay. I'm going to dial back technology. Well, when I do, there's this there's this main character that I'm writing this script and I'm I'm formulating you know uh, you know formulating how he's going to progress in his uh, in his uh, thwarting of this heist that's in progress. And one of the things that uh, that happens is as I'm as I'm writing this thing. I see the, you know, we have this, this image of this character, you know, imagine him being, we'll just, we'll just insert cause I'm not ready to reveal this character yet. Right. But okay. uh, imagine this character as being kind of like a daredevil esque type character. Who's kind of looking in on the planning process of this, of this heist. And he's, you know, kind of, it's almost like he's casing them while they're, figuring out how they're about to, you know, because they're 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 doing this planning process right before they go, you know, kind of like their last minute, hey, we're looking over the maps kind of thing. And as I'm writing this, there's one person missing. Okay. So so there's three of them. And he, you know, having kind of stalked these guys, he's he's like, okay, well there's this, there's this fourth person, and they and he's listening to their conversations and they're they're kind of, you know, him and Han saying this one person's late. And for whatever reason, um I had this idea for this, you know, this metallic werewolf uh imposing figure who was, you know, basically like Colossus with uh with a, a just a wolf vis- a muzzle. visage. And and the term and the term, you know, chrome dog, you know, kind of like home dog, you know, chrome dog. Um, and he was gonna be a little more urban and you know, and he may turn out that way. I don't know. But I I I just as I as I was developing the the concept. He's late to this meeting. and so that's that's kind of causing this this uh, internal friction among the guys that are trying to plan this thing without him. And uh, but yet he's also the one, and this is where it kind of comes in, he's also the one who they need him to be able to hack certain places that they're that they're that they're trying to uh, you know take on this heist. So fast forward to some other scenes later on they're in the middle of the heist and he's, they dropped him off in this, in this uh, garage and he's uh, hacking a, um, an elevator. Uh, there's a, a terminal that's kind of like next to the elevator and he's able, you know, with his, with his abilities, he, he has a, a like physical Jack that he can Jack into anything. And he's able to kind of like uh, use his own technology. So he's way advanced. And so, I mean, all of this is kind of developing, almost brain. like, yeah, kinda, yeah. Like it that was the initial idea. Now it's kind of it's in his mane. So that like he can pull it out from under his mane. But um but at the time it kind of it's almost like a Polaroid. You know how you take a Polaroid picture um and it just starts to kind of develop in in, in time. Well, that's yeah. kind of how this this character of Chrome Dog was was developing in front of me. Um hey Dr. Rhino. Um and so as I'm as I'm as he's hacking this thing, I'm, I'm imagining him uh, kind of doing some Johnny mnemonic stuff, you know, in his own, you know, his own vision. He's got these different like keypads and things that in space in front of him, uh, no one else can see it but him. And so as he's as he's kind of doing his thing, here comes the protagonist to kind of come up and say, you know, and pressure him a little bit to, to you know, give up on on this heist and all this and that he should be joining the good guys and this and that. And crumb Dog's like, well, you know. You know tell tell your boss uh you need to he needs to come off some more money because these guys are paying me way better than you were you know than 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 uh than than you would do. yeah
0: who said crime doesn't and so
1: pay? right and so so as as this inner this interchange happens um the protagonist kind of decides okay well i'm gonna you know take matters in my own hands and so he he's he like grabs him and he, he does all this like jujitsu and stuff on him And so chrome dog is sitting there he's hacking and stuff while he's dealing with because he's a heavy right so he's a big bulky guy and he can deal with this guy and so he winds up just like taking him using his own powers against him and just chucks him across the you know across this parking garage you know through the through the concrete and into a dumpster below and as soon as that happened in my imagination as i'm writing this thing out i was like okay I want to know who this guy is. I don't really care much about that other, that other protagonist. I want to know what is Chrome Dog? Who is he? And, you know, and so I I became just really enamored with the whole concept that was kind of developing in front of me. And so, you know, that was kind of the start of it. Um, so so it was a
0: secondary of- character in a book you didn't finish up who became his own character. Yeah. So, yeah you know what? It, it It's really all about me. Um, <laughs>
1: Exactly. And, and, you know, and I, I owe that to, um, to having that, that um, improvisational mind that came from game mastering for, you know, for so many different games and, and, you know, being quick on, on, on my feet when it came to stuff. So by the seat of my pants kind of thing, Um, which I think is a, is something that, that is necessary when you're, when you're, you know, a lot of times when you're creating narrative, you know, you need to fly by your seat of the seat of the pants, you know, get, get, get whatever is coming out spill that into words onto a page and then come back to it, you know, later on if you need to. And then eventually it's kind of like, okay, well I I have this developed. And so I'm going to plot these little points and then later on flesh the stuff out and, you know, adjust things as you, as you see fit. But that's just a peek into my writing process and how Chrome Dog was born.
0: I, I love when a character does that. <laughs> at, uh, it, it kind of, it, yeah. it kind of reminds me of a, uh, Nothing at all to do with werewolves or anything like that. But uh, Peter David did a series of books uh, called Sir Apropos of Nothing. Uh, and oh. it, it's, it's about a guy who is the supporting character uh, of, you know, a fantasy story who realizes he's the supporting character and says, yeah, screw this. No, uh, it, me, I, I want all of this stuff. So he takes over the story uh, and, and thrusts himself into the role and it just throws the entire world off kilter. Uh, because he's not supposed to be the hero. He's supposed to be, you know, the page or the, the squire or something. Uh, but, it. you know, sometimes you that's when you know you've created a good character when when they do take over a life of their own. And um, we, we've seen it. I can't call any um, instances to mind, but I know we've seen it in comics where, you know, a side character has become so popular that they've earned their own book and then outshone, um, you know, the, the books that they were born in.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I think um I mean you you could make the argument that Harley Quinn did that but I mean the thing like I, to me she do, she doesn't have that staying power like under normal circumstances but you know yeah. whatever. Um
0: Yeah, if she's uh, written well she could have else that else but else. uh but she's yeah. very seldom written I mean, well.
1: <laughs> well, are, are 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 any of them anymore? Um <sighs> I mean, yes, I Stargirl. Storm, uh, Okay, I think they they did they did a um, a storm book, but even then, it felt like an X Men book. It just it was like a sub story because yeah. it, she still, you know, she's not out there on her own fighting crime. She's still subservient to the the university system of you know uh, the, the of the Homelander Avengers man of uh, <laughs> <laughs> of the school. You know, she she gets into school and and she's still uh, an instructor there. And it's kind of like, yeah, you know, it's not really breaking out on her own. Um, yep. but, uh, but yeah.
0: Well, nope, Mike, this is not Sir Justin, although I did have him in mind when I titled the show tonight. This is the new Shining Knight of Comics. And that would be oh uh, the titular, I, I say titular <laughs> because titular just makes me giggle. Um, uh, it, it's, the, it's the titular uh, Chrome Dog. Uh, number one, perfect strangers here on Indiegogo. The link to this is right below the video. At any time tonight, folks, you can click on this, and it'll open in a new window. You can still hear Justin talking. Uh, learn more about the project here. But uh, this is this this is uh it's it's an interesting book because I have read the um, the, the the ashcan uh, the preview ashcan mm-hmm. now. Is that going to play much of a role in the finished product? Or is it going to be like a, an add-on? I, I could read it. You could tell me that way, but I can just ask you directly here.
1: Yeah. So so full disclosure, it's the first 10 pages of the 32-page 32, the 32 book.
0: Okay, there so we go. What
1: I wanted to do is I wanted to give people a taste of what, you know, and, and I, w- I also wanted to get people like just right into the story so as you know for those of you that are familiar with the uh the ashcan which by the way those 10 10 pages are now um a part of this campaign so as we scroll through i've made each one of those pages available so uh folks don't have to download it if they don't want to they can just read it off the off the uh, off the campaign and i i took that um i mean I'll, i took liberty when i saw um grant uh, graham nolan do the same thing i was like you know what i'm gonna do that
0: copy what works
1: <laughs> um the, because I mean, you know, well, it's one of those things. I'm trying to get it in, in in front of as many eyeballs as possible, and I'm also trying to earn people's trust. And I get it, you know, a lot of folks don't want to like click on a certain link or this or that. It's going to redirect them somewhere else or whatnot. So I just want to make it as approachable as possible. But I also uh, wanted to not like lead with the origin story because I feel like too many times in uh, in comics, um, and I mean, yeah, in comics um do you have retellings of the, the origin and the this and the that or when you get into the movies it's like it seems like every single spider-man movie uh you know when they start the movie they gotta actually like go back and do the origin again it's like we gotta you
0: gotta watch got uncle to ben die again
1: yeah exactly or or not exist at all you know kind of as yeah. we see because i don't even there was no uncle ben i think in uh in the Spider-Man Homecoming if I'm not mistaken. Not but, in the Tom so Holland, but no, where, I
0: mean that's the one where they actually just right. you got powers. Just yeah. just do your thing.
1: Pretty much, just, but then again his suit, you know, comes from stuff Tony Stark. How does that happen? It's like, come on, whatever. Well, but that's anyway. because
0: <laughs> you, you had to see um, you know, Endgame or or whatever <laughs> it was there. Oh no, Civil War. Civil War. Um, that yeah. was his first so, MCU yeah. appearance there.
1: So, you know, whichever, it's it's just one of those um to me, the origin story is, is tired, um, in, in, I don't want to slow down long enough to try to tell it in the beginning. So what I'm doing, what I'm, what I'm attempting to do here is these first three issues of Chrome Dog are going to tell, um, you're going to get little, little pieces of his origin as well as this big, we'll say this, this major thing that he has to confront and deal with in order for him to progress as a character. So, Let's just say that all of that that I told you earlier about the the heist and all that that happens in the future from where we are now. Okay, so it, it it's yet you know that type that that kind of thing doesn't get to happen yet because Chrome Dog has some some things that are on his plate between now and then. He's got to gain a certain sense of autonomy, and right now he doesn't have it. Yeah, um, but I love that uh, he does really has- new. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Oh, I'll just say, I love that he has a secret identity uh, and that's, that's not a spoiler. It's in those first 10 pages that are shown here um, because how do you hide that uh, in, in you know the modern world? Well,
1: so, well, well, that's, that's the thing. It is a secret identity, but then it's not right. So it's a secret identity for him in the moment uh, as, as his day job. Um, he, you know um, he doesn't want people, you know, knowing exactly that he's, that he's the one that's behind that suit but um as you'll find in the rest of the book he has other jobs that he does and so he you know he doesn't always wear a costume or this or that like he'll he'll let himself shine because it's you know it's whatever um he's just trying to get get the job done and he's also trying to be a hero to the citizens of epsilon city as yeah. he goes about his day kind of like the friendly neighborhood spider-man so we're going to see him you know saving, you know, saving cats from, you know, trees or, you know, whatnot. I mean, I'm going to use that as an example, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, he kind of, but, but I do use it in a way in that moment, you know, his, his helmet you know, or his head, his headpiece doesn't come off because it's stuck. Right. And so I wanted that because I wanted, I wanted Sarah to wake up, look around and see him and not be completely like freaked out you know, actually have some type of comfort and it's like, okay, you you know, it's like, okay, this is Wally. And then it's, you know, recognize that Wally uh, is injured. And, uh, and so, you know, it kind of like gives her that connection to him. And then she's, but she's also scared because where's her mom, you know, her mother's uh, gone. And And, and folks, what he's talking about here,
0: you can see on this layout here, he's got, that is not Chrome dog's head. If you're looking at the image, that is, uh, yeah. Chrome Dog has a job at an amusement park or, uh, like, like a Disneyland mm-hmm. dressed as one of yeah. the characters. So he's got this giant mm-hmm. red panda head, uh, and suit yeah. on, and it kind of all falls apart except for the head in battle.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. He, he and just, I would have loved to have seen a job off, interview. You know, yeah, <laughs> well, you know, he, he has, he has, uh, he has his, uh, his fans, I guess when it comes to the different, um people who employ him, Um, he he certainly has a certain charisma that, uh, you know, folks are like, okay, yeah, you can do the job, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, I don't, uh, you know, I don't foresee him, you know, uh, having an interview that he fails. Um, He's definitely
0: big enough to fit the suit.
1: Um, Yeah.
0: (laughs) So now explain a little bit about what he's looking at here, because I saw this and I'm like, sure. I, I can tell he's he's got different readings on people, and he reads mm-hmm. something different from the mom than he does from the daughter.
1: Yes. So we, you know, we're not yet privy to that information. It'll come up later. Um, but but for now, what he's what he does, uh, the suit itself, um, I say suit, the shell, okay, that he inhabits, it uh, scans uh, almost as easily as you and I would breathe. Right. And so it's always scanning and, and checking, you know, and 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 uh, collating data, you know, and storing that data just in case he needs, you know, just in case there's a need, uh, for him to, you know, find someone or track someone. So it's a tracking mechanism kind of thing. And so as it's, as it's scanning, um, this, this woman and her daughter, Sarah, it you know it picks up on uh, an uh, like an energy signature with her that is not present with uh, with the daughter, but it also assigns colors to either one to differentiate uh, so that you know it makes it easier for him to to spot you know in the tracking you know kind of as he goes uh, to track either either of them.
0: Right, and it, and that comes into play real fast here because there are people who are abducting and trafficking children from the park, uh, and. Essentially,
1: that's the notion. Yeah, yeah, that is definitely the notion here. And and I, you know, it's important to point out that I, I didn't want to, to to zoom in and show the the actual kidnapping take place because um, I wanted to you know I, I wanted to show it from his perspective, you know, um, and so you know. The you know there's no drone that's like hovering above him that's going to go over and it's like oh here's the kidnapping you know what I mean and then back to him yeah so you know it's kind of it's from his point of view and you know, I wanted to capture that
0: and he he does have sort of a, a mapping sense on his Google Glass uh, sensors here you can see the green light going this way the purple light going this way that's the tracking uh, colors that he's assigned to both uh, so they're taking the mom one direction and the girl the other and um, right. so he's got to you know make that choice of who's he go after. And and this is just such a cool image right here where it's like all the savagery of Chrome Dog, but Wally the Wolf's head yeah. still there. It's right. It's, it's like it's like Wolverine's claws and Mickey Mouse's top. Right. It would just be, with, yes. with that perfect, perfect smile, you know, molded on there. Uh, which would be kind of the oh, scariest thing even, I've ever seen.
1: Get, yeah, and it gets even better though, because we go full meta. You know, as as he gets into this uh, the spike scene, we see the panel, you know, the panel start to erode and move and shift and, and this and that, and then we also see that face start to be expressive, you know, like in that moment when um, when Phenom, you know, punches him in the in the head and it swirls around, you know, he kind of has that oof look on his on the yeah. face.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah. Not like, you know, Iron Man's helmet used to do the same thing. You you could tell emotions on Iron Man's helmet, and it was metal. Um, he just, he just, um, moves it back around and then take takes over.
1: Uh, yep. He takes, takes over, takes him down. And then there he is standing triumphant over his body.
0: <laughs> and, and and like you said, you know, the, the little girl, she's, uh, she's not freaked out by him. She just wants to know where her mom is and then realizes he's hurting and much. end of, end of Ashcan. Link at the top and bottom of this preview, folks. You can click it anytime and just bring that down to your PC. Read it at your leisure. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, you've been in touch with Six AM Comics.
1: Yes. Yeah, and that was that was a while back. I just, you know, I decided to you know go ahead and see what what he had to offer, and I was like, here, you know, so I commissioned it, and uh, and he was very gracious, um, even even in some color changes that I wanted to do. He's a really, really stand-up guy.
0: <laughs> I wonder how big that collage is by now, because he's he's done so many yeah. for so many people.
1: Uh, yeah, he he uh, the original version of uh, Chrome Dog had um, uh, of this of this image. He had uh, green pants, and I felt that that looked uh, quite, like one. It didn't. It 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 wasn't blue like like the cover right. The cover image that uh, that Luke did. But the second thing is that green uh, looked an awful lot like weaponized werewolf um, because he's wearing green pants. And I'm like, I want to differentiate the two uh, at that point, but um, I just, I do you buy green pants. That's right. (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) you buy blue jeans everywhere. And also with him, with him being, you know, with him being uh, a blue collar worker, having blue pants kind of, it fits anyway. It makes sense.
0: Yeah. They're, they're, they're jeans. So (laughs) it's a, makes perfect sense. Um, we have some stretch goals here. Um, now we've already got the Aaron Lepresti cover. We saw that at the top. Uh, that's the alternate cover. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to try to get a, a, metal trading card at some dollar level that we're not yet at. Is
1: Correct. it going to be the same so, card? When, same art? when I, it will be the same art. It will just feature, um, you know some like 90s style or you know maybe even you know something like the 90s I I kind of want to put my own spin on it and make that you know kind of the 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 um what do you call it the graphic design going forward uh, over it but the the thing about this is um initially you know uh it was a, an initial uh gift uh to the first 50 physical backers um for for Chrome Dog and uh and since we've reached that you know if you know once we get to that that in an indeterminate goal um you know i, I that's kind of like i want to open it up to to everyone at that point um but uh but we got to get there first
0: okay um, um
1: and i've got some other goals like beyond that but i figure it's it's better just to kind of
0: oh yeah baby steps get get, get yeah. the first goals out of the way first and then you just add them on um mm-hmm. so the the featured tier you have on here is a bundle of comics, um, all from Arrow, four uh, you know Randy Zimmerman's outfit. How did uh, how did Chrome Dog come to live at Arrow?
1: That's a great question. So as um, as Luke and I were working on this book, um, I also became acquainted with Randy and uh, and and also kind of after I heard the story about and became involved with um, the uh, the crowdfunding campaign on the long shots uh, indieGogo campaign I um, I was like totally jazzed about trying to get any comics you know, on spinner racks and I can't remember if you and I had that conversation uh, the last time I was on but you know I was I, I, I've, I've got four different spinner racks in you know one in each uh, four different stores around uh, you know two towns or actually three technically um, And, uh, and so I was wanting to take a, you know, help them get some of the, you know, get their issues, you know, uh, from each of the creators that, that were involved in the long shots campaign and get them on, on those um, along with some uh, alternate comics um, and just get them on the spinner racks. And so I I did that. And so in that process, uh, Randy and I wound up doing, you know, quite a bit of business with each other. And he saw the amount of hustle, I guess, that I was I was just, you know, kind of doing out of the kindness of my heart because there's not much money in it for me, um, other, you know, because I'm buying them, you know, at a certain you know, percentage and there's not much markup that I can put sure. on it before, I, you know, I give it to the end, you know, the end um, business. Because the I retailer's
0: got to have some markup good- too.
1: Exactly. And so uh, it's it was all just kind of a labor of love. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, the numbers just didn't really, like, and i also I was overworking myself at the time and it's kind of like I'm a creator first. So I felt like, OK, I need to really, you know, like make sure I'm focusing. Uh, but as we were um, as Luke and I were jamming out the the uh, the panels, he um, he just approached me and says, hey, you know, how would you like to be a part of? And I say he uh, Luke approached me and he says, hey, you know, I've been talking to Randy. How would you like to be Arrow? And I'm like, are you serious? And he says, yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah why not i mean i mean you know yes because um you know i i like you know i like the the history of it i love the idea of being a part of a um of an organization who you know this ip is mine and you know and aero comics you know is not is not here to 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 take royalties off of my um you know or you know piggyback off of you know my success necessarily outside of you know the other creators that are under this umbrella um, but the you know the, I get to you know this IP is one hundred percent mine so I can do with it as I please and so it's kind of like okay well yeah I mean definitely
0: and this and this perk now that uh because you're with Arrow you'll be you can deliver a handful of comics for 40 bucks. Uh not just Chrome Dog, the uh, the Luke Stone cover, but uh The Fool That's number right. one, which I've not heard of, uh Hero uh HeroBot Zero Two, which I have heard of, Revolt, Soltac, and Hybrids. Of course I've heard of the hybrids.
1: Um yeah. So The Fool so and Hero Bot Zero, okay. those, those two comics, those are Randy Zimmerman's titles. Um that he's he's written, um, both of those. And so Hero Bot Zero number two um is a, a new comic. It you know, it hasn't been uh, fully produced yet. And then also the fool, can't wait to get that one myself. I'm I'm eager yeah. to, to see what he's doing.
0: And then we get into the uh the digital of what the product actually is here, the Chrome Dog book. Um five dollars for a pdf folks you you um you aren't going to get a much better deal than that for for an e-copy of a book uh if you absolutely have to have digital copies uh you can shell out five bucks on that uh but then you know if you are like me and you want to have something in your hands but well, you'll still get the um no you won't no you won't i thought i i, I read physical scratch goals and i started to read pdf and i was like no nope, not the same thing
1: um <laughs> now i will say that um i've currently there's an add-on for the uh, the digital that's uh, discounted by a dollar so it's four dollars if you just tack it on to one of your you know one of the physical tiers um, why not
0: but, um, just just do it yeah. you're still at nineteen dollars uh, which is far less than uh you said the page count earlier on this the intended page count what was that again
1: 32 pages 32 of story pages content yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: so, F- 15 bucks yeah um, you can start following the adventures of scratch, AKA Chrome dog. Um, I'm assuming, is he alien or is he, you, 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 you're you not going to tell us the secret origin is issues and issues away. Uh, never mind. I forget. I asked, I, I asked the question.
1: <laughs> well, well, I mean, so I, you know, I've already, I've already kind of let the, you know, lifted the lid a little bit. So, you know, full disclosure, the, the place where he lives is not earth. Um, and uh, so, and Epsilon City is on a completely different planet. It's it's a planet called Ringgold, uh, but make no mistake, the technology there is not space age uh, technology. At least, not you know, not in this era. Um, Wait a second. And, so the entire
0: uh, think, the entire area is not Earth.
1: Correct. Yeah. And,
0: oh, so yeah, I'm yeah, seeing all there these humans skies. and and thugs, and I'm like, you know, oh, New right. York, uh, yeah. but no.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's I mean, it it's Epsilon City, which is a you know, kind of like my, uh, you know, my, my version of a 1980s to 90s technology, um, you know, amalgamation of uh Gotham and Mega City One. So, um so yeah. What?
0: Uh, <laughs> okay. so, so for $15 for the regular one. And you know yeah. what? You've got an Aaron Lepresti option here, not even charging an upcharge to have the Aaron Lepresti cover no. uh over the Luke now, stone okay, cover. Okay.
1: So here's, So here's the caveat about the area Lepresti cover and you're, you're going to hear it here. I I would like to say, you're going to hear it here first, but I'm pretty sure I shared it somewhere else um, yesterday. I know I've been putting it on on, um, social media. Okay. Okay. So the Aaron Lepresti cover, as well as the next tier that you're going to uh, scroll down to um, those two will not be available once we go in demand. Okay. So, you know, folks need to get on board and get, you know, get on board now. Um, The black and white line art edition is actually about to end in six days. So as soon as we as soon as we extend for a certain like right now it's undisclosed. I don't know if I want to go for another two weeks or if I want to go for another 30 days. Um, I haven't made that decision yet, but I will just tell you that after this 30 days, the only way you're going to be able to get this black and white line art uh, edition is to uh, take advantage of the all nighter bundle, which is at the bottom of this uh, of the tier list. Um, Okay, so then the Lepresti cover will still be available on its own until we get the Lepresti cover and the all nighter bundle all of that is going to be available until we get to in demand. Once we go in demand I'm removing those those tiers. And so all you're going to have access to are the the arrow bundles and the standard comic. um, uh, And of course the digital. Uh, yeah, but, um, keep but Yeah, because I, I want to keep it. it I want to keep it limited. I want to keep it special. And I want people to, you know, really like take notice and say, hey, you know, right. I want to back this early and back it it's off. It's limited, <laughs> but it's
0: fair. It's not like you're saying, hey, yeah, you can only exactly. get this limited a one, one for like 100 copies of the other one. Uh, you've got plenty right. of time to get it. Right. But when it's over, it is over. Um, right. You, right. You, you, you will have you will have missed the boat. Um, you know, the door, the door so to nice. the ark has been shut. Sorry, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: you're, you're, you're left out in the uh, cold.
1: I mean, and it, 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 I may. It, it just depends, like on how I'm feeling during in you know in demand times. I may come up with some type of secret tier that allows access. Maybe I don't know. Like I I don't, but I don't. You know, I don't really.
0: So really, so I I'm want it ask, to
1: be limited and special.
0: Well, if it's going to be Definitely. limited and it's going to be special. I'm going to ask the obvious. Mm-hmm. The book's called Chrome Dog.
1: <laughs>
0: I would expect yeah. a cover to have some chrome on it. Right, right. I didn't see that. <laughs> it was it's, it's not that's not there.
1: You didn't see chrome on the cover? What do you mean? I
0: didn't see any I didn't see any chromium covers. I would expect something shiny okay. and uh and ooh so and, uh, you know sparkly. So if
1: you scroll down, yeah, if, if we go back to the perks there's um you've got the um the swing shift. Yeah, so you go past that. And then you've got the Eric, uh, the uh, Aero Comics bundle one. And so you got the swing shift, uh scroll, scroll up just a sec there. Then the, yeah, the midnight shift with Lepresti. So we have metal, right? But it's in the form of a metal print, uh, which uh-huh. is the, you know, that's gonna be the lapresti the Lepresti cover um in a metal print along with the comic in you know kind of in a bundle uh together and then we did the same with the luke stone cover um variant in the swing shift and then after that we've got the all-nighter bundle which comes with both of those plus the black and white art edition uh which again after these these next six days once i extend um this will be the only way you can get the black and white line art edition yeah uh, we'll be See, with I, the was,
0: I was thinking, and of course, it's not my money, so what do I care? Uh, how, how cool yeah. it would be uh, for the for the cover to have Chrome Dog logo in Chrome and then every part of Chrome Dog's Chrome in Chrome just spot on the cover and everything else be normal comic. But, um,
1: so I, you know that's something that I, I was I was considering, uh, but I also want to get, well, it's not just the money. I, I was actually paying attention to to, to all the trouble that uh, folks like ethan van Skyver were having getting his chrome uh, chromium versions of wrecked planet you know uh quality controlled and everything else and i just don't want the hassle it's like just i just want to get the books get them in the hands of the people that you know that got them and if you know if you want metal here's a metal print here's a metal trading card i mean that's you know that's there's your chrome there's
0: plenty of me- plenty <laughs> of know, it metal was, you know. it
1: chrome as a yeah, pretty much, you know, when I'm doing the sticker, um, is I'm going to do a hollow foil sticker, uh, mainly because I like the quality of it. Um, I, at least the, you know, what I've seen with the manufacturer that I've, I've, I've decided to go with. So, so
0: one, uh, of, one of the, um, one of the things about Chrome Dog that we didn't really touch on is that he doesn't know, he has, he has no idea who he is or, or, or anything correct. like that. Um, he, he could have been a, a normal, normal person who fell into a vat of uh, Alpo um, uh, near a, you know, a <laughs> mercury factory and just mutated into this thing. Uh, or he could be from a planet of metal wolves. Uh, we, we don't know. He doesn't know. Uh, and and that's going to be part of the uh, journey. Now, before you say we're going to find out in three issues or six issues. Do we have to find out? Do we ever have to know? I think I think finding out when, when when Marvel published Logan, I think they ruined the entire mystique of Wolverine. Um,
1: That's true. I'm not. I no no dispute here. Especially the way they handle it. It's kind of like um, and I'm like, it, the twists and things that they were doing in that in that series. I'm like, come on, man. Whatever. Yeah. And then I and, liked and seeing I mean, that I'm he sorry, was he was in World War II. No, oh my
0: God, he's in at all, really? Okay.
1: And, yeah, and no no offense to anybody out there, but. Have you seen Secret Garden? Okay, that's what yes. it was. I mean, they—they. You know, they, I mean, if you watch the movie Secret Garden or read—I I think it was based on a book—but if you—if you watch Secret Garden, that was exactly the plot points of what was going on in Wolverine's origin story. It's like the Kubert brothers. I mean, no offense, but I'm just saying it's kind of like it rhymes. At least, you know, you got the sick kid who turns out. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah, whatever. And you got this redhead, you know, redhead girl wants to come and play with him all the time. I mean, hello. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> I now I won't ever tangent. read that book the same but, way
0: again, but you're right.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, but that I'm when, when, I when it was coming out, you know, and I was there, you know, when those issues were brand new and I was, I was there for it, man. And uh, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. You know, I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, no, they didn't do that. And sure enough, they did. Um, but I will say, so Chrome Dog, uh, for all intents and purposes, um, there there is a humanity to him somehow. So we'll say, you know, like you know, his consciousness is human, you know, for lack of a better term in the moment. Um, and as far as anyone's concerned on on Ringgold, there there is no aliens yet. You know, no one yes. no one's ever seen aliens. Everything, you know, when, when they when they did the mass migration from Earth through the Stargate to this planet that was a very well, you know, very, uh, you know, um, promised land, so to speak, um, and were able to, you know, to kind of, you know, settle there uh, starting over um, there, you know, everything was, you know, nice and just ready to, you know, it was Wild West, if you will, kind of, you know, it's, or, or pioneering, right? So as they, as a pioneered, um, they didn't encounter any, any, anything beyond some strange species of, 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 um, creatures that were like back, back home on earth, a few, few exceptions here and there. And one of them is the, um, you know, Wally, the wolf is, uh, his, you know, you got Mickey mouse and you got Bugs Bunny, right? So right. Wally, the wolf is a, um, he's, uh, there's a golden prairie wolf who, who's a, uh, in, is whose habitat is in a, a nearby, um uh, sector. So, you know, and so that's kind of where that, the, the animators of that particular, you know, cartoon series, you know, that's where they got the idea. And so they, that his costume, that's why his, his color is, is how it is, is he's a golden wolf, you know? So, the, so
0: no uh, aliens. World. So this guy here that, uh, Chrome dog is fighting is just another resident. So is it sort of like, um,
1: so I'm thinking like
0: Batman beyond player. where people were <laughs> mutating with, uh, with gene splicing and stuff. So,
1: so yeah, so he's yeah he's not just another resident. He's definitely been tinkered with by a mad scientist, um, who who will uh, yet remain nameless. But that uh, but this guy, this is Seether. Um, he can shapeshift from from human to this, um, and uh, pretty much pretty much at will. Um, and uh, and his power set is that he can superheat his um, his his extremities and um and and can produce uh you know bursts of steam as well as um heated uh you know uh kind of like a like he can take his hands or even his tail and and superheat that to like this white hot intensity and melt through even um steel um so he becomes a worthy adversary for for chrome dog to uh to to be battling however uh, and right, right here, he's in his element, right? So Cedar is in his element with this rain coming down. They're on this ferry, you know, going across, you know, these, these open waters um, across this sound, if you will. And, uh, and so he's in his element, but if he dries out, he's in trouble. And, uh, and so, you know, that's the thing, you know, Cedar, Cedar has his, has his has thing. to stay wet. Uh, but yeah, he's, He's been he's been genetically right, and when he's when he's human form, he he's he sweats profusely. <laughs> um, so, he's a weird dragon, uh, but yeah, <laughs> something like that maybe. Um, but he uh, and he's aquatic too, you know, so he can he's at home in the water uh, as well. But he he um, yeah, he was genetically modified by uh, by a guy who's uh, who has has his design on humanity. We'll say. It's kind of the the analog, if if there is one, to uh, Magneto in a sense. He's trying to ready humanity for the next, you know, evolution. Uh, next phase, He next sees phase. what's coming, and so there's 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 something coming, and he's been to the you know been to that promised land. He's seen you know what's coming, and he's like, uh, and he stared oblivion into the face, you know, into its face, and he's like, okay, I need to make people ready now, and so that's what he's um, he's all about. And it's either uh, well. I'll even say this, there and Phenom both, right? So Phenom was the, the guy in the, uh, you know, he had the crystals coming out of his face uh, earlier when Chrome Dog kicked him you know, or punched him in the face. Um, right. and, uh, and, and so, you know, he, he, he has, uh, you know, he has his own mutations that, he's, that he, he deals with. Um, and, uh, but, you know, both of them are kind of like the Bebop and Rocksteady to this mad scientist character um and uh and so you know
0: (laughs) at least he's operating with pure motives he's uh you know trying to save people oh yeah uh, yeah
1: he's trying to save people but he's in the meantime he's kind of making making a mess of things and of course they have their own each one of these have their own ideas about what they want to do so they don't see themselves as henchmen so much as they you know they just work for the man and it's Very cool.
0: I want to remind people at the top of the hour uh, to head over to the Mike Stand, Mike Walters channel on YouTube, where uh, you can get your fill of the niche news of the day. Everything in comics, manga, anime, and professional wrestling. Uh, And then on Fridays, tune in for the comic book historical retrospective, where Mike and his uh, merry cast of uh, henchmen will read Golden Age comics out loud, doing the voices. And uh, this Friday, I will be there uh, as we will Dig into some of the uh, first Archie comics, uh, the MLJ heroes. So we'll we'll get a little taste of history there. Lori Calcaterra, good to see you in the show. Uh, thanks for hey. popping in. Appreciate it. Uh, be sh- Lori's got a book out too, and Lori, you need to come on our show and talk about it. So you know how to reach me. Uh, no, wait a second. You know how to reach us. You need, We're in the madness. <laughs> just, just, just just hit us up in the madness, and we'll we'll set it up. We'll make it happen.
1: <laughs> That's out of reach. I can't do it.
0: So, is is Chrome is Chrome Dog the only pot of coffee percolating in your head? No, no. Okay. There,
1: there, there are other denizens and citizens uh, of uh, and justice uh, makers of Epsilon City that have yet to uh, to to come out. And so um, he's definitely, you know, this this is you know, this is my spawn or this is my Spider-Man, but, uh, make no mistake. I have, I have, uh, uh I have other, other heroes that I want to introduce. Um, but, um, but yeah, you know, and, and not only heroes, like I have other stories in different genres I want to play with. And that's kind of, you know, with, uh, Epsilon city has different, you know, it's Epsilon sector, right. Or sector Epsilon. And there's these other sectors that are nearby and each one has their own cultural flavors. Um, and there's even one that was destroyed a number of years ago called, uh, Sigma City or, uh, Sector Sigma. And it's going to play a pivotal role in, uh, in some of the, um, the intrigues and things that happen in, in the, the backstory of the villains that, uh, Chrome Dog, it both encounters and also is employed by. So, you know, in the issues to come. So, I yeah, I look forward to cracking open this, this, uh, this planet known as Ringgold and, and uh, feasting on the, the contents inside and Very also cool. inviting everyone to, to do it with me. <laughs>
0: well, folks, if you want to get in on the ground floor of the world of Chrome Dog, uh, this is your opportunity. Uh, you know, lim- limited opportunities at some level, but nothing wrong with getting that basic cover. I get the basic cover of things all the time. It's still the same story, still the same fun Uh Hit that link. Hit that link below to Indy. Even if you don't back it tonight. Okay, I get it. They run for days. Hit that remind me button so that, you know, you get the updates. Follow the campaign so that you're like, oh, that's right. That that ends in a couple of days. I better hit that now. I've got money now. You know, I'll throw it Get in now. So um, what, what more can I tell you, folks? Just get in there and do it. Uh, Justin, where can they find you uh, elsewhere on the interwebs if they want to follow your work?
1: So I practically, uh, you know, I, I hate to say, but I've, I've found my own little you know, niche, my little corner uh, of the room of uh, Twitter, you know, where I kind of sit in, in my, own little, uh, my own little sleeping bag and kind of watch the other people bicker with each other for the most part. Sometimes I'll like different things, but I try not to post or, you know, poke too much. So I kind of I'm, I'm very much a lurker there, but I, I'm always posting about Chrome Dog and the other projects that I'm working on. Um, and some of the other things that I find just super cool, um, that I'm seeing out there. Um, and, uh, and yeah, um, I'm also on Facebook, um, as well as YouTube. I have a YouTube channel, which I'm about to kind of start, you know, firing up a little bit here and there, see what, you know, You gotta have one to
0: promote yourself. You certainly can't rely on us to do it because I checked. You got nothing out of us. We we wasted your time. (laughs) Stop. You gotta have your own channel. Um, Get out there, and make your own <laughs> money.
1: Well, and it's not it's not just promotion either. It's just um, I want to be approachable. You know, um, I, I don't want anyone to to think of me as being in some ivory tower or something. Um, and you know, and I and I like to I like the to be to mingle. I like to be a part of the the, the culture and to be able to chat with with the different people um, in the, in the live stream. So I, you know, I look yeah. forward to it. Um, you know, I when and, I started uh, this I, several
0: years yeah. ago um i had on people who you would know if i've said their names you know you can find them in our history and now it's like you know i'm scared to even approach them now because you know they just skyrocketed off into uh stardom with uh either their their own youtube shows uh or their own indie books some mostly both and it's like yeah y'all y'all want to come you you remember remember me (laughs) The guy who's still down here in the trenches, uh, pulling in, you know, 50 hits a night. Come on. Uh, you want to come back on my show sometime? Um, and sometimes they do. Uh, Ethan Ethan came <laughs> on our show just a couple of weeks back. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. We talked about the trademark. Yeah, it was. Uh, but I'm, watch that. I'm, I'm a little nervous to reach out to some of the the kings and such to uh, say, hey, come back. But, I um, mean,
1: you know, and that's the other thing. That's the other thing, you know, someone... You know, people keep asking me um, how I got Aaron Lepresti to do the cover. But let me let you know a little secret. I just asked him, That's yeah, it. I just I sent him a DM, and I'm like, hey, you know how much to do a cover?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, well, you, thanks I, I learned this a long time ago. You don't get what you don't ask for. so um, hey, don, <laughs> so you know I, I should I should know this when when uh, yeah. Long. Lore. Okay. Critical Blast Lore. I used to work for a site called The Trades. I didn't own that one. And I got invited to write for them because I had done some interviews for another site that had gone out of way. Um, and, And they said, yeah, you can put up movie reviews. I'm like, well, how do you do movie reviews? Like, you go see a movie and then you write a review. Like, okay, but I'm pretty sure that's not how the newspapers pull that one off. Uh, so I started making phone calls and found it. You, hey, if you write for somebody that they can check out that you actually write, they'll send you for free. And I said, well, this is a cool little gig. I wonder if that works for DVDs. It did. Uh, I said, I wonder if that works for young adult novels. It did. Uh, I wonder if that works for comic books. For a while, it did. Um, and the, the the difference being that Scholastic and movies and uh, DVD comp- distributors. They don't mind your honest opinion.
1: <laughs>
0: I no left somebody out of that. <laughs> there are people who don't really want your honest opinion if you're going to get their stuff to review. So,
1: yeah, I, you know, for me, I need that honest feedback because and here's another one I'm going to drop on you because we didn't, we didn't scroll down far enough in the, in the campaign, but that's okay.
0: What did um, I, miss? I, I um, miss?
1: No, it's okay. It, you just throw it all the way down. <clears throat> Where are we talking about the creative team? I um, oh, I, I right just here. added uh, Eric Weathers to uh, for for the lettering for this book. So did, super, did you even have to I'm ask him, or did you just write
0: letterer Eric Weathers and he just kind of shows <laughs> no, up?
1: No, I well no, I asked him. I uh, yeah I I, um, I asked him initially, um, and for the you know for the Ashcan preview, uh, Luke Stone uh, did the letters for me. Um, but um, after reading, uh, oh my gosh! So <laughs> I'm not going to gush too much about this, but I read the ultimate version of uh, blood honey. And, uh, and I saw his lettering in here and I'm just like, okay, that's it. I got to do it because Eric's lettering so many things. I swear to God, if you could just write his name
0: as letter on your book, he'll see it. And like, oh, I'm on that one too. I forgot about, okay, (laughs) uh, better get on that. Uh, He, he, cause he's, he can't possibly be keeping track of everything he's lettering.
1: Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sure he is. But, but yeah, (laughs) no, I hear you. But that, uh, it did, it, it really, it did something to me uh, to, to, to look at, at, at the whole package of, of blood honey. It's really, it's a, it's a treat for anybody that can get it. And I'm really thankful that uh, EBS kind of opened it up for uh, the, you know, he did a flash sale for the, the scratch, you know, like the, the Deans and, and Ditch yeah. and, and and and, it was a uh, it was, and, and I got a heck of a deal on it. So I was like, shoot yeah I don't want that book. I'll do the same for wreck planet. I mean, I don't care. It's fine. Everybody's
0: <laughs> getting their wreck planets in the mail, except me. Don't have mine yet. Still waiting.
1: I'm, well, check, it, I'm checking that so mailbox
0: annoying. like Charlie Brown on Valentine's Day. Nothing from the little red-haired girl. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: so, I love but, it. But, but I keep checking. I I I, I know I did it. <laughs> I checked my Indiegogo. It's <laughs> like, yep, there it is. It's it, I definitely did back. So, all right, Justin. Uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on tonight and sharing Chrome Dog. I almost said Cyber Dog with us because we started talking about that. That would. No, let, let's let's not make that happen. Well, yet. I,
1: I, well but what what happened is uh, you got Chrome, Chrome Dog and uh, someone tagged um, EBS uh, and, and mentioned something about Cyber Frog and how they could do a team up or whatnot. And he, he even like he kind of mentioned it. He says, could be. You know, maybe,
0: maybe. Well, he doesn't. <laughs> so he doesn't rule out anything. There's the uh,
1: the windows open at some point. Who knows open. what happens? <laughs> Absolutely. The only thing is, I mean, it would it would have to be some strange, you know, multiverse kind of rift, something, you know, uh, to to be able to get them, you know, to be together in that sense. Because of I, the,
0: I would love to see that happen. Uh, to just space. just get everybody, just get everybody. Just well, we're gonna do a jam book, uh, and we're just. Have an overarching thing
1: i'd love to see I, I would love to see chrome dog throw down uh against Crimstone. like that would be so cool yeah to see the two just going at it
0: i just um, want to see nine people know. nine creators get together and okay you, you you remember the uh x-men fleer trading cards of the 90s yeah okay so you know you'd, you'd collect them and you'd get the first nine and you put them in the page i want nine creators to say we're all going to launch Uh, within a certain window we're all going to fulfill so you know we're going to be you know professionals and we're all going to have one trading card uh, of our character in it but that trading card is going to be part of a bigger picture um and 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 what will happen is you know if you get like three big name producers and three mediums and three first timers who you know uh can be trusted i guess to fulfill uh, yep. Guess what's going to happen? Somebody's going to buy two of these campaigns. I'm like, oh, you mean there's seven other cards? You know how compulsive we are in this industry uh, as as collectors. We're going to have to have the other six. Uh, so we will go out yeah. and back six more campaigns just to get the cards, so that we can say we've got Especially that. If they're special set.
1: and unique and right to that to that campaign. You know that that particular thing. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Oh. And and Laurie, I have talked with people about this ad infinitum in the past, and someone says, "Yeah, we're doing it," and then they didn't do it. Uh, but if somebody just had like mm-hmm. a, a generic game engine for cards, and it just made a deck, just fund a deck so,
1: uh, of a game. So so here's so here's the here's the thing. Like I've got into this game called Dice Masters, and yeah. it it is it's built like the way the way that they do it, man. So uh, WizKids. Kids in their, in their wisdom on this, you know, you've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You got WWE uh, wrestlers. uh, You got, you know, Marvel DC, there's Warhammer, and you can mix and match any of them and play the game. And so it's like, that's, that's, if, if we could, if we could have our own variants uh, and and create our own, our own dice. Exactly. That's
0: an open engine. So, you know, other
1: indie creators, you know, yeah. if we could just, you're sitting there playing with a
0: game with somebody throwing down cards and You'd yep. say, you know, I throw down hey, Chrome Dog, and I the would other person play. like, "Where the hell did that come That's
1: from?" It. Exactly, hundred percent. Like I'm already, I'm already thinking about it. <laughs> yes,
0: somebody's going to do it. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. All right, Justin, thanks for coming on and sharing this. I do appreciate it. Thanks for um, having me, folks yeah. in the chat. Hit the link. Go out there and back Chrome Dog today or soon. At
1: Please. least remind
0: yourself about it. Yes. Uh, share it to other people. Uh, I, I never say share for myself, but do share uh, the video so that other people can see what Justin's yeah. doing and make up their minds if they want to get in there and back it or not. And, of course, while you were here, guys, all I can ask is that you had a blast. Good night. Hey, yo, it's me, Pops Fan Marmalade. And you're watching the comics related madness (laughs) now.